Welcome to Public Domain Video Theater presented by the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, send it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Today it's time for another episode of Boston Blackie. This one originally aired January 23rd, 1953. It was season 2, episode 15, and the title is Revenge. Danger, excitement, adventure. Boston Blackie. Enemy of those who make him an enemy. Friend of those who have no friends. Yes, sir. That's Boston Blackie, and he's quite a guy. It's wonderful. Sure is. Oh, silly. I meant the weather. California's having its unusual, usual weather. How's about a ride to the beach? Whitey, how does a ride to the beach strike you? <laughs> well, what are we waiting for? Come on, let's go. You know, Mary, occasionally you do come up with a good idea. <laughs> come on, fess up, Blackie. You know it's the company, not the idea that appeals to you. Could be. You? No, but I know how it feels to be a clay pigeon in a shooting gallery. Where are we going now? You're going home. I'm going to look up Inspector Faraday. Why didn't you get the last number? I told you I was too busy ducking. And besides, that car moved out much too fast. Well, what have I got to go on? There's no tire marks. You didn't get the license number. The bullets are all smashed up and they're no good for ballistics. Well, excuse me. The next time I arrange to have myself shot at, I'll make it easier for you. Look, Blackie, people don't go around just taking pot shots at you. Don't they? No. There's got to be a motive. Not necessarily. Maybe this guy was a psychopath. A sniper just out to kill anybody. Maybe it was a case of mistaken identity. Maybe he thought I was you. Yeah. What? Thanks, pal. I'll do as much for you sometime. Hello? Yeah, this is Blackie. No, I won't try to have this call traced. Who is this? Do you think I missed accidentally today? I never missed. Just wanted to give you something to think about. A quick killing is no good, Blackie. The voice said I was to make you sweat. Voice? What voice? Never mind what voice. One of these days there'll be another shot. Maybe it'll miss, maybe it won't. But finally I won't miss and there's nothing you can do about it. Anytime you step out of your apartment, sometime, somewhere, you're going to walk into a bullet. Goodbye, Blackie. You were saying something about a motive, Inspector? Well, that's a new one on me. A guy goes gunning for you just because a voice tells him. I think he's off his trolley. Look, you can get killed just as dead by a guy off his trolley. 
I'm not going to sit around here and wait for him to call and tell me the time or the place. Let's do something. an Indian guy. Could have taken any of these roads. Let's face it, chum, we lost it. You know, Faraday, the more I think about my situation, the more I'm convinced there's only one way to wrap up that sniper. What's that? Well, now we both agree that he's psychologically unbalanced. He's enjoying this little game of cat and mouse. There'll be more of these near misses. You hope there'll be misses. You've seen the type. He called today because he had to boast. But eventually, this warped ego or uh, these so-called voices he hears will trip him up. Every time he makes an attempt on my life, he exposes himself to an arrest. Okay, so he exposes himself to arrest. The next pass he makes at me, I'm the bait. Your men set the trap, and that's when we nail him. Send Sergeant Carter in right away. Blackie, from now on, you're never going to be alone. Carter's the best shot in the department. Come in. Carter, you know Blackie? Sure, on his knees or on his feet. How are you? Carter, I want you to stay right with Blackie. They're gunning for him, and I want you to get the guy. Yes, sir. Whitey, here. What'll be? 
Well, you better give me a grease job, Jim. You're about an hour and a half. Oh, that's okay. I'm going to my apartment. Probably be there all day. Oh, fine. Look, I'm afraid I'll have to break our date for this afternoon. We're setting a trap for a character who hears voices. Is there anything I can do to help? Sorry, Mary. Until we put this guy on ice, I'm not safe to be around. not to come here. Is that all you had to say on the subject? Would it do any good if I said any more? Not one bit. That's all I've got to say to you. Inspector, how's Carter? I just had a report from the hospital. Carter has a 50-50 chance. And what are Blackie's chances? Well, if necessary, I'm going to put every policeman on the force on this case. I'll have Blackie surrounded by so many cops it'll take an armored division to get anywhere near him. I don't want anyone else shot down the way Carter was. Can't blame yourself for that. Can I? Listen, Inspector, this guy is so smart that he won't try anything while I'm in the middle of a police parade. Sooner or later, he'll wait and I'll be alone. That's what I'm afraid of. Blackie, there must be another way. Maybe there is, but so far we haven't figured it out. Until we do, this is it. Uh, you won't change your mind? No. Why? Mary, I guess that's it. Can I see you home? Now, wait a minute. I'm leaving first. Why? Well, in case Mr. X is out front, let him follow me first before you come out. That way he won't be tempted to shoot down any more of my friends. kind of a bomb hooked up to the starter of my car. Can't understand why it didn't do more damage. What's this? Having fun, Blackie? The bomb was just a souvenir. Maybe next time it will be the real thing. That's a funny way to spell souvenir with a double O. Well, we've learned one thing. But this guy can't spell. Target practice this morning? No shooting, no automobile accidents, no bombs. Of course, our friend hasn't tried poison yet. You suppose that'll be next? 
Say, do you remember the Dumont case about ten years ago? Dumont, Dumont. No, I don't think so. Hey, wait a minute. I should remember it. I'll say you should. Stop me if I'm wrong. Dumont was kidnapped. And there was some question about him being mixed up in the rackets. You're not wrong. Sure, I remember how I got into that case. Through his niece. We got that kidnapper. We. Oui. If I remember rightly, that was a solo performance and you were the star. All right, come on, give. Why all the mystery? Well, I had the boys do a little checking. Take a look. This comes from the files of the Dumont case. Pay me $100,000 or I'll send you one of Dumont's fingers every day as a souvenir. And look, souvenir, spelled with two O's, just like in that note that was found in my car the day it was bombed. I had the handwriting experts check the ransom note, also the bomb letter, both written by the same man. Arthur Jones? Right, Arthur Jones. But I thought he was in jail. Arthur was released about a week ago for good behavior. Come on, there's something else I want to show you. Hey, did you say Jones got out on account of good behavior? The report I get, Jones was a model prisoner. Little booty. Prison psychiatrist says this from time to time he claimed he heard voices. And I'll give you one guess what they told him. To get the guy who sent him out. Right. You know, this takes off some of the pressure. All we have to do is find Jones out of four million people in Los Angeles. I'll run his picture in every newspaper in town, on television. I'll stick it in the hat of every cop on the fort. And if he's still at large day after tomorrow, I'll turn in my badge. Well, strictly between us girls, I'll breathe easier day after tomorrow. Well, you can start breathing easier right now. You know where he is? No. But I know where you are. Hey, wait a minute. What are we doing up here? This is the 11th floor of the city jail. That's funny. That's where I thought we were. And this is where you're going to stay until I find Arthur Jones. Now, wait a minute, Inspector. You can't do this oh, to me. Oh, can't I? Listen, chum, you're under arrest as a material witness to an attempted murder on one Boston Blackie. Johnny, here's your star border, I promised you. Why, of all the lowdown. <laughs> I warn you, anything you say now can be held against you. You're so right. Anything I said now could be held against me. Come on, inside. You'll get to like it here. You want a bet? <laughs> Don't worry, I'll tell Mary where you are. And while you're at it, tell her to bake me a cake with a big file in it. Drive where I tell you. 
Don't try anything, lady. I don't want to kill you. Honest, I don't. But I will. Honest, I will. But you don't do like I say. I wouldn't do this to a lady, but the word in the grapevine is Blackie's in jail. I can't get to him there. So I've got to make him come out to me like the voice said. Just start driving, lady. It's nice having you here, Blackie. Generally, we get such a low class of characters. Thanks. Back in 47, we had a writer in here. Nice fella. He killed his wife, but a nice fella. We played Tatina for three solid months before they took him to the gas chamber. Well, that gives me something to look forward to. Inspector Faraday wants you down at the office. Good. You take my hand. What is this, my exercise period, or have you decided to call off this foolishness? Read that. I have Mary Wesley. She lives if you die. We get 710 Morton Street at 2 o'clock today. Come along, try any tricks, and you know what happens. Before you or a cop could break into the house, Mary will be dead. Remember, Blackie, I don't care what happens to me as long as something happens to you. Arthur Jones. I had the radio car. Check that address. It's in an isolated spot way up in the hills. We couldn't move around without Jones spotting us. We can't take a chance like that with Mary's life. You're right. What do you suggest? Just what he says. I'll go alone. No tricks, no guns. Ah, uh, that'll be suicide. Well, if I don't go, it's murder. Mary's murder. You can't go in there unarmed up against a killer. I can't do anything else. Look, it's 1.30. I've got to keep that appointment. Where you are. 
Thank you. Vengeance is mine. Get down on your knees. Get down on your knees. Why? I want you to crawl, Blackie. Do as you're told. What about her? She goes free. What guarantee have I got? Only my word, but get down on your knees or she dies with you. For over ten years I've waited, knowing what I had to do. The voice told me to make you suffer and to kill you. That was my goal in life. After I do that, I've nothing else to live for. I knew I'd do it. The voice told me. Why don't you beg? You gotta beg. The voice said you would. The voice was wrong. It's never wrong. If you don't do as the voice says, I'll kill you. You'll kill me anyway. Yes. I will. Yes, indeed, I will. Now, Blackie. Right now. Father John. Father John. You heard it, didn't you? Tell me you did. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't hear anything. Listen to me, Arthur Jones. Blackie hasn't suffered enough for what he did. Not yet. Remember those ten long years in prison? Remember them, Arthur? Don't kill him till he repents. Hold it, Faraday. Blackie, you and Mary okay? Okay. Hold your fire, Faraday. I'll get Jones. Blackie!
him away. Here, you might as well take his gun with him. His gun? Why didn't you use it up there? Well, Inspector, he, uh, he taught me a lesson. There are worse things than dying. Oh, I suppose you'll be telling me that you hear voices. Blackie! Blackie, you didn't untie me! Well, don't just stand there. Come up and untie me! Good night, Mary. We're taking your case up with Washington. <laughs> Welcome back. Well, a good episode for Inspector Faraday, who really does get some uh, good moments in this, uh, particularly solving the uh, case of who the would-be assassin was. Beyond that, you've just got some good L.A. scenery, which we've come to expect with these Boston Blackie episodes, and a few suspenseful moments. All right, well, that will do it for now. Join us back here next time for another episode of Public Domain Video Theater. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. And if you like these videos, you can become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash radiodetectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.